you. Is that enough? Enough? The other option is like having him swing around so you have like the back of the over here and the head's still right there, but he's coming around and like chomp down. Art direction by Sean Dove. It's not Sean Dove. Oh, it's not? <laughs> this is Andrew. Oh. He kind of sounded like Sean. Or at least I was expecting Sean, so. <laughs> Hello, Andrew. Hello. You're that person I don't hear from very much. Yes, I'm the quiet one. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Andrew? Um, origin story. My origin story. Uh, I grew up in California. Moved to Chicago for to finish school, and stayed because I liked it. Um, I'm a freelance illustrator. Um, I've done assistant color work on some stuff with Addison, but most of my stuff right now is commission work, smaller stuff. Right on. And uh, working on my own uh, self-published comics right now. Cool. And what kind of Wacom do you have? What was that? <laughs> what kind of Wacom do you have? What kind of Wacom? I use uh, iPad with Procreate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Neat. Follow him on Twitter while it lasts. <laughs> Is Twitter still around? For today, at least. I mean, I figured once they fired, you know, 50% of the company that there wouldn't be much left. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine it's... Well, they, they, the, the rest of the company walked out. Yeah. Their offices are gone. Right I mean, it doesn't... I mean, the company doesn't exist. <laughs> the servers will stay up for another day or two. It is, yeah. However long as Tesla people can keep them working? <laughs> sure. I don't think it's Tesla people are... I don't think they like them much either. Well, didn't didn't Tesla buy uh, ads or something to kind of <laughs> help a little? Yeah, I read that. I read. I thought I read last night though that they um there were still people staying. Yeah, I can't imagine it's enough though. Post post ultimatum, you know, you got to work hardcore. Got to work hardcore. Hardcore Henry. And must don't know nothing about working hardcore. He ain't never made a comic book. <laughs> so anyway, um, welcome to week eight hundred and ninety-three of the Crankcast. We're coming up on nine hundred. What do you want me to do about that? Man, I would have thought your trip would have made you a little less surly. No, it made me more surly. Really? Even after the Pug Cafe? Pug Cafe was very nice. Tell me about the place. But, 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 uh, I caused a fight at the Pug Cafe. <laughs> between pugs or people? Between pugs. Oh, okay. Because the pugs there, so there are like six, six or seven pugs there. And they belong to the owners. And so they don't care about any of the people there. They're like, this is where... It's like when I brought Ninja to the studio. He was just like waiting for 4 o'clock for me to take him home. 
And so they just followed the owners around and they could care less unless you order them, get them food. Hmm. And so that's what I did. I got a puppuccino. So I had this little cup and fucking gizmo, goddamn gizmo, doesn't like it when other, uh, his, his, his brothers get to drink the puppuccino. So he got real food aggressive and attacked uh, one of them while they were eating. Well, surely that's had to have happened before. Oh, I'm sure it happens all the time. Gizmo seems like a son of a bitch. <laughs> huh. I didn't know there were mean pugs. Uh, I mean, food aggressive is food aggressive. Uh, Mo would get like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Mo would get like that with Ninja. And Ninja doesn't didn't fight, but he would fight back with Mo. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's how it goes. Guess you brought your surliness into the pug heaven. Don't 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 blame me for that. You blamed yourself. You said you caused it. I did. I mean, I kind of caused it. The puppuccino caused it. They were all hopped up on goofballs. balls. Oh sure, blame the drugs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think they put caffeine in that. I think that's bad for puppies. I wouldn't... I don't know. How do, do dogs react to caffeine? I don't know. Never thought about it. Maybe you should. I remember, uh... I remember now. I say, I remember when I was a kid and, and a stoner friend of mine had a dog and he would get the dog high, so I know they respond to marijuana. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway. That's irresponsible. Um, I still feel bad for the time I got Mo drunk. <laughs> and you did that when you were an adult. I did that as an adult, yeah. and that was really bad. I mean, we were kids. But, you know, he he went to town. I couldn't really stop him. I gave him a little sip, and he just went fucking nuts. I couldn't hold him back. I tried. <laughs> It was like he he was like, Oh fuck, this is the this is the missing piece. This is what I've been looking for all my life. Don't hold my beer. Yeah. So uh But and then he immediately passed out. What kind of beer was it? It wasn't beer, it was a whiskey. Oh whiskey. Yeah. Jeez. Well, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a nice thing. It wasn't a good thing, and I don't. I regret it, and I feel bad about it, and I don't recommend anybody do do it. You made a mistake, and you learned from it. I made a mistake, and I learned from it. And he lived for a long time after that. So well, I didn't hurt him. And you took good care of him otherwise. Yes. So you know, but I mean. If there was going to be an alcoholic dog, it would have been Mo. Yeah, it kind of seems like on his part yeah, upon his ammo. <laughs> yeah, he definitely had that kind of feel. Still, wish I would have bought him a pork pie hat. He would have. He would have looked good. Yeah, it would have. I mean, it would have been perfectly suited to him. Too. So, what do you call those little flat hats that like cabbies wear? A cabbie hat. Is it a cabbie hat? I think so. You mean the little ones that button up front? I guess they button. I've seen um, the ones I see don't have buttons. They're just flat in general. Uh, let me see. 
like yeah. the back front hat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm looking at. I just looked, pulled up cabbie hat on on a search, and looks like what I think you're talking about. So they're at every outdoor market in England, and I was like, maybe I can get one of those. And then I was like, I don't think I can pull that off. So I didn't. I think they're also called newsboy hats. Uh, I think that's a distinctly different one. There's like a puffier version. I think that's the newsboy hat. Because oh, I'm seeing flat ones too that aren't puffy and don't have the little thing in the bopper button on top, you know. Mm. Of course, I'm also seeing other things called newsboy hats that look more to me like, like sailing, sailor hats. You know? So I don't know. Whatever, it's a hat, dude. What about them though? They were for sale. <laughs> Did you buy one? No, I didn't buy one. Oh. But I saw them everywhere and I thought about it. I considered it for a little bit. Aren't they kind of like... What was that? Th- well, that was a brand. Kangol? Uh, yeah, they are. But Kangol's you typically wear backwards. And I had a Kangol for a while. I sort of remember that. Yeah. That, I, I enjoyed my Kangol, but I don't know if I pulled that off. That was a brand, though, right? That's not like the actual name of the style of hat. It is a brand, but I also think that it has become a style because it is so distinct with that particular, you know, thing. Right on. They, uh, they're kind of like um, not as goofy berets. Yeah. Not as goofy berets, but that's only because Sam Jackson wears them. <laughs> so if Sam Jackson wore a beret, berets would be not goofy? Uh, I think Sam Jackson could probably wear a beret and not, you know. Or what about, um, what do you call those ones that Scottish guys wears? Wear tam- tam- tamarang? Tamashan? Tamashan. Yeah. Those are like aggressively larger berets. Yeah, they got a little ball on them, so they they almost look like like clown hats. Yeah, stupid clowns. Anyway, would I would not get a tan machine. Um, yeah, I wore one once. Did you? It was to a Scottish themed wedding. Oh, really? I was in a kilt and everything. Really? But I didn't know it, and I had the kilt on backwards. Did you rent the kilt? Did you rent kilts? No, it wasn't a rental. I don't know where it came from. My parent, my mom made it, maybe? It was one of my parents' weddings. What? It was at one of my parents' weddings. One of your parents' we- Oh, they got married one once. Yes. Okay, I forgot about that. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, so, so your mom made you... A kilt. I think so, she, she either made it or we bought it. I'm not sure. So which. you don't remember? Uh, maybe we bought it. How old were you? Oh, let's see. When was that? I would have been about 17, 18. So you should remember. Not really. I mean, I don't remember but where it came from. Is your family Scottish? Somewhat. I went... From what I understand, my family tree, kind of, they were marauders and, and looters and stuff. And they kind of went everywhere. But there's Irish and Scott in there, and there's some German, I think. 
a very, very faint trace of a bunch of other stuff. So, at least on my dad's side. I think there might be Irish on my mom's side too. So, I mean, they. I'm just wondering because they felt the 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 ancestry enough to make you wear a kilt. Well, they didn't make me wear. They asked me to, and I said, sure. Well, you know what I'm saying, fool. Oh, there was a bagpiper there, too. Uh, uh, I would be disappointed if there wasn't, if you were in a kill. Yep. But, so, they found it important. Can you ask them for me? I don't really remember what it was all about. There might have been a, like a Civil War reenactment thing. Well, thing that's why I asked you, can you ask them for me? Because, I mean... I'm trying to remember. You're going to talk to them soon. I do I do want to say that there's there might have been a reenactment component to that, and that the, that's where the Scottish part of it came into play, too. What were they reenacting? Well, the Jacobian Revolution? No, but, like, there were... Scottish Civil War reenactors? I don't remember exactly how all this worked, man. This is a long time ago. Now I'm getting real confused. Yeah, well, I'm which, which Civil War? <laughs> how many do we have? So, the American Civil War, but wearing Scottish outfits? I don't think my parents were. Oh my god, that makes it more confusing. I don't. I, I, I can't remember, man. I don't remember. This is what I want. I want you to ask them why you were wearing a Scottish outfit to their wedding. Does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. I just want to know. That's all. I'm just curious. I don't, I don't, I'm not accusing them or making them feel weird. I just am curious to know why. I wore the same outfit a few years later for Halloween, too. Well, that's just racist. Is it racist if I have it in my family background? <laughs> Well, you're, you're, yeah, well, I'm against none. But you're, uh, you are, uh, dressing up like it's a costume. Well, I mean, technically it is a costume. By the literal sense, like, definition of the word. It's, it is? I mean, most, like, formal sets of clothing are costumes. I hate you. You're trying to be a dick on purpose. Well, no, I'm just saying. It's not. I am a dick, not on purpose. Well, you work pretty good at it, though. I mean, it's natural. Oh, okay. Well, you do it well. It's a natural skill. Yeah. I don't. I don't work at it. You pursue it, though. Um. Well, I don't know if I do. <laughs> I want. I just want to know. I mean. I mean. I'm of that background too. I'm not making fun of your family. I mean, my cousin, they all did the kilt thing, but I know why, because they're Scottish. Yeah. But I, I wanted to know. You can't seem to answer that question, so I wanted to know why. I'm far enough removed from it, I don't really remember, and I know I got really drunk that night, so that probably didn't help. So it was a Tuesday. Well, back then, <laughs> I wasn't drunk as much, so it was mm-hmm. unusual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which wedding was this, number one or number two? They've only gotten married twice, right? Three? Two or three. No, really? I think so. I thought it was only twice. I only thought they got remarried. Well, 
They had another wedding one time when they renewed their vows, but I don't remember which one this one was. Mm. So, yeah. I'm not really sure. There's a lot of things I'm not really sure about, Mike. Well, here's the thing, and, and I'm doing this as a favor to you. Oh, is it? It is. Seriously, listen to me. Uh, you're going to want to know this stuff, and I can't ask my parents that. Right. So you're going to want to know that stuff, for when they are gone, you'll know. So I don't know any of that stuff about my parents, because I didn't ask. And when I was an adult, they were gone. Right. So you need to ask that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and just to satisfy my curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, yeah. I mean, that's more important. Sure, sure. I mean, I know they think about me. Sure. They don't even know who I am, do they? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, Your dad, like that weirdo that showed up on my doorstep that one time. They know you are a friend of mine. They know you're an artist because my mom's got that picture you did. Oh, yeah, that's right. I love your mom. Um, and, yeah. Does it, say, it says Mama Crank on it, right? I don't know. Man, there's a lot of stuff I don't know, dude. <sighs> hmm. I feel like my memory used to be better than this. Well, it probably did. That's the way uh, time in human bodies work. I guess when you have less to remember, it's easier to remember stuff too. I'm telling you, you need that. You need that. You need as much. You you hang out with your parents way more than most people I know, so you should know this stuff. You see them on a weekly basis. Pretty much. I haven't really got. I mean, I saw them briefly this week because my mom got COVID again. Again? Yeah. How how is she out and about so much? I think that she she thinks she got it from work because there was a guy there that was coughing up a bunch and stuff. Mm. And that's pretty much probably where she got it the last time she got it. Was it work? I was on a plane and trains and in a big hall with a bunch of people and I didn't get it. Did you eat green eggs and ham? I did not. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because, I, I mean, well, she hasn't gotten her most recent booster yet. She did get her flu shot, but for some reason she held off getting her booster. But, and now I think she has to wait like a couple months before she can get it. Something like that. Is she okay? Yeah, she feels like she's got a really bad cold, she said. Yeah. Um, She's not getting like the severe, more severe stuff like the respiratory things or the, the really achy joints or anything. How much ha- have you been boosted and stuff? I actually just got my booster last Friday for this year, and uh, no, yeah, Are your windows open there? <laughs> no, no. That's just incredibly loud for having closed windows. Um, yeah, I got my booster on Friday, which meant I I spent most of Saturday in bed. Because I always react really strongly to those. But I, yeah. I got my booster and my flu shot at the same time in the same arm. <laughs> oh, in the same arm? Yeah. I mean, she didn't 
eject them in the exact same spot, but they were both in the same shoulder. You know, I got them. In the, I got them on the same day, but not in the same one. I asked. Well, she asked me if I had a preference, and I was like, I, I was like, I didn't really matter to me. I was like, what do you think? She's like, well, a lot of people get them both in the same arm, and I'm like, I guess it's better to just have one sore shoulder than two. Yeah, sure. That does make sense. So I was like, all right, go ahead, do them both. That really does hurt. Like, like the day after it hurts, at least for me. Yeah, the flu shot I don't have much of a reaction to beyond just the pain and swelling in the the injection site. Um, I don't usually have any uh, kind of symptomatic reactions to it, though, or anything. No, I don't. But every time I get the COVID shot, I'm usually, at least for the next day, I'm laid up. Oh, yeah. And my shoulder stays sore for like a couple of days. Yeah. <clears throat> that first round of COVID shots, man, I felt it for like a week. That sucked. Like sick? Well, I was like, like symptomatically sick for about a day and a half, two days, like through the whole weekend, basically. And then, I, but I still felt lousy for like the following week. You guys don't get sick when you get uh, vaccinated, right, guys? Yeah. Um, I felt crappy after the last. Josh has a sip. I was asking if you got sick once you got your vaccine. Oh, yeah. I felt crappy for one day. I did the flu and COVID shot together. Um, and it didn't hit me until the next day when my partner was was like. Killed. <laughs> it was like by the end of the day, mm. she was she was like totally out of it and had to go to bed early. Mm. So, uh, but after one day, I was like, that yeah. Was then was she okay the next day? She was okay the next day. Yeah. I was the one who had the fever on the on the next day. Like, what what I found was like I felt bad on a day, mm-hmm. like the kind of bad that would normally be like, fuck, I'm gonna be out for three days. Yeah. And then the next morning, I just feel amazing. I'm just like, oh yeah, no, it's just fine. Yeah. Yeah. For me, this last shot was, I got it on Saturday or Friday. By Friday night, I was, I could tell something was going on. Uh And then Saturday, I spent most of the day in bed. I had achy joints. For some reason, hit my elbows really hard, like Mm -hmm. uh, achy joints, fever, all that jazz. But I was able to get up by like dinner time and and start feeling better. But my joints still ached until Sunday. And um, weirdly, though, neither of my parents have any kind of reaction to it at all when they get it. That's good. And I don't know. They were getting the Moderna vaccine. I got the Pfizer, and I don't know if that makes a difference. I, I don't know either. I don't know. Um, and I, I went ahead and just got the Pfizer again this time for consistency's sake, because they said it doesn't matter. You can get either one. Mm-hmm. But I just figured I might as well stick with it. I mean, this is only my fourth shot, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the first course was two, and then I hit the second thing last November. And then, so I got it. But anyway. So my mom got it again, and she should be actually... I don't, she might have went back to work today. I don't know. I think this today was her fifth, like her day when she's not supposed to be self quarantining anymore. Yeah. We worry about mom crying. Yeah, I I do because she's got 
breathing problems, like respiratory stuff anyway. And she's got, you know, weight issues, right? Right. So, I mean, she's got several factors. A lot of the time I consider that like a, what do you call it? Uh, Comorbidities? No, uh, they consider that you're an at-risk. Right. Well, her age or weight and her history of breathing problems. Because I have, they had the same thing, my doctor told me the same thing. And I, I worry about my dad, too, but not to as much of an extent because he doesn't have any... He can't be stopped. He's, <laughs> he's an unstoppable killing machine. Juggernaut, I think you'd say. Yeah, yeah. that's what I would, I would call him a juggernaut. A juggernaut with a bad hip. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the, the hip is the only reason he has that murdered half since then. Right, right. He just can't get around like he used to. <laughs> yeah, you can't stop him. He's going to get there. It's just going to take a while. <laughs> So, I mean, it's like sort of like Jason before he started teleporting, you know? Teleporting? Yeah, Jason teleports. People don't like to talk about it, but Jason Voorhees teleports. You mean other than Jason X? No, like uh, in other, yeah, movies before that. He's he, he bamps. Yeah. It's like a cloud of brimstone. Mm-hmm. He's like him and Nightcrawler. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's a new one. You didn't know that. I, I did not. Yeah, I do. Guess I know now. He's an X-Man. He's a Axe-Man. Axe-Man. He's an Axe-Man. That's true. And by that more, I mean... More of a machete-man. Well, I, I meant he He's wore... He's known to use the Axe. I meant he wore Axe body spray. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> I did not know that. Well, after being buried and then coming back and have the maggots and stuff, he had to try to do something, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. I'm picking up what you're doing there. Frankly, I, I think he probably smells about the same because Axe isn't very good, but, you know. Well, also, I mean, he lived in the woods. No running water. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, he, there I mean, was running water at the camp. He didn't live in the camp. Well. He lived adjacent to the camp. Camp adjacent. Jason. He was camp adjacent. He was Crystal Lake adjacent. Right. But he could have teleported. He could have teleported in there. But it, if he's like Nightcrawler, he has to see where he's going. You know, like somebody. You know, you turn on the shower and you leave it on for a second or two to like to like get warm. Like Jason's in your shower mm. during that time. Holy shit! Really. Like, and then zaps out when you come to check on Oh, my room. God. You would think he'd stay in there because that's like prime surprise. Uh, no, that's, a, that's, why, that's why he's always so pissed off is because he only gets cold showers because he only gets the water before it's hot. And he's like, fuck, i got to get out of here. That's why it's too so cold. Bad. It's not because those counselors killed his mom? No. No. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know. And he, it's not like he can go bathe in the lake because, well, there's issues there, you know. Mm-hmm. I think he uh, probably a, a little little lake fear going on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, where were we? <laughs> I don't know. I was concerned about your mama. Oh yeah, right, right. She's fine. Good. I had to uh, go bring her groceries yesterday. What'd you get her? I have whatever it was she ordered from the store. I don't know. Oh, 
I picked it up and dropped it off. Or just on the front doorstep? No, I brought it into the front room while she was out in the kitchen. <laughs> so anyway, um, how was the con in England? Uh, it was all right. I mean, it's a it's a different show than I went last time. It's more of a it's way more of an indie kind of show, like a small press thing. Yeah. So I, I felt a little uh, out of place in a lot of ways. I mean, there were other people like me, but they were, you know, uh, I would say much more recognized status. So they were just there signing and being famous and stuff like that. Right, right. Well, you were just there being famous. Just there being stared at by English people who, you know, didn't understand that I drew books about pugs. <laughs> like you were a zoo exhibit. Mm-hmm. Sort of. It did feel like that at some point. Um. What else did you do on your trip? Uh, we were in we were in London for a while. We saw a bunch of stuff there. You know, um, we went to York, and that was really cool. You know, walked around some medieval town. Cool. Um, still have the walls around the city you can walk around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we went to the show. Yeah, I mean, there was a, it was. Uh, I feel like we could have managed our time better, but lately we haven't been planning it out as much as we used to. You know? We've just kind of been going by the seat of our pants. And I think it's been pretty successful with it until this trip. I think this trip could have used a little bit of... Uh, trip planning. A, of an itinerary, yeah. That's the word I was looking for, itinerary. That would have been helpful. Going to visit a sheep farm or something. Something like that. Yeah. I, uh... I do like their train. Their train is, is super good. I like it. They're it's easier to figure out than New York, that's for sure. Their train? Train in London, the tube. Oh, gotcha. The subway? Yeah. Sorry. Way easier to figure out. Well, you know, we got to make things difficult here. <laughs> Uh oh. Josh is laughing. Did you ever play Portal 2? I did play Portal 2. Remember Wheatley? I do remember Wheatley. They're comparing him to Elon Musk. And, uh, Wheatley is way smarter. They've, they've both taken over large companies. They've both made incompetent changes without actually understanding anything. Uh-huh. Uh, they both set the company's infrastructure on fire within a matter of days. Uh-huh. And, uh, they're both likely to die in space one day. Oh, right, yeah. And it's space! And it's space! I forgot about him. It's space! It's space! I'm in space! <laughs> I never, I played Portal. I never played Portal 2. Portal well, 2 is good. Yeah, it it's a must play if you play Portal 1. I think I'd have to replay Portal 1 because it's been so long. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, PF, I think it's a fun game. What's his face? PF3 Lee. JQ. Simon. What are, are you? Are you having an attack? Yeah. <laughs> are you okay? What's the dude's name? Uh, IP Freely? Uh, J. Jonah Jameson and 
other things. J. Oh, J.K. Simmons? Simmons, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons is masterful in it. Oh, I forgot he's in it. Yeah, he's the he's the he's the reason for that game. Mm. Was Portal Two on PS3? Uh, yes, because I think that's how I played it. Ah, wow, that's still pretty expensive. I mean, classics are classics for a reason. Although they do, uh, that's uh, how much is it? Like. Um, seeing one listing for fifty eight something, another one for seventy four. Whoa! Is it out of print or something? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's why it's not on like the online store. You would think, but no, they they announced it for. Well, no, a new version of it just came out for the Switch, Hmm. and I think they've announced it for Game Pass and for PS Four. But uh, it's been gone for a big long chunk of there. Wow! Because I keep on, I kept on wanting Walker to play it, and couldn't get it anywhere. Hmm. I think That's when I good. played it, I played port the first Portal on PC, if I remember right. Good game. Good game. And it seems well, at least looking at the Amazon listings, it seems like the only way I can get the first Portal for PS3 is to buy the orange box. Mm-hmm. That's how I played it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was a big Half-Life fan. But I kind of fell off on that, too. I didn't really... But they haven't really done anything since then. Alex. I hear that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of games lately. Uh, They finally have some games out that I want to play, but I can't do anything until December. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff I want to play. I just... I When... I mean, I still haven't. I've never, still haven't played a uh, Last of Us two yet. You know, like. Oh man, you need it. You need some time to play it, and then some time to mentally recover from it. Well, and I think at this point too, that's another one where I should probably play the first one again. <laughs> and you should, yeah, you will, because that's what I did, and it it does help. I I just I kind of decided I just don't need that. Yeah, you like, should line up a therapist first. Yeah, I I haven't played. I've been. I literally bought The Last of Us and The Last of Us Remastered, and like I keep on intending to play it, and then just being like, I don't, I don't got the energy for this. Uh, Last of Us Two is an achievement, uh, just because it really does. I mean, it's masterful interactive storytelling in that I played it. And hated what they were doing. And by the end of it, was like, holy shit, they did that for a reason, and now I feel it. Mm. And that kind of thing. It's like, whoa, you just mind winning me. And I, I was like, hats off. I don't like what you did to me, but you did it, and that's kind of amazing. <laughs> you know? I, um, the first one. I recommend it. The first one I played. Man, I mean, right when I got the first one, I think I played that like two times through, right away. Yeah. And then, like a couple months later, I went back and played it again. <laughs> yeah. That was. I, I mean, I don't. I don't do that with a lot of games, really. At least not those kind of games. 
Then you, I think you would like the. I like the second one. Now, where is page sixty-six? The book? Yeah. Oh. I, I don't have it in my files. Oh, man. Um, There's so many continuity problems right now. I'm just like, I'm in the supermarket suite uh, area of finishing this book now. Right. Like, I don't care if it's in the cart or not. I'm just trying to get as much done before the time limit. Right. I am. Um, There's going to be a lot of changes. Uh, probably not lettering-wise, but... Oh, I mean, no, there will be, because mm-hmm. Rafer's rewriting it as he goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, worse. there were... there. I've noticed a couple of things while I was drawing where I was like, uh, he wasn't paying attention. Okay, I found it on the Dropbox. I must have just missed it somehow when I was downloading stuff. Cool. Although, I noticed... Uh, Alan still hasn't colored page 61 for some reason. But he's like well past that, you know, like in his coloring. Well, I feel like there's going to be a lot of that until we get this done. I suppose so. Alright. Got it. Yeah. Suck it to me. Suck it to me? That's my, um, I don't know. I was going to say that's my wrestling name. Sakatumi? Sakatumi? Mm. Is that a laughing thing? Is that a what? Yes, it is a laughing thing. Erwin Martin. It is a laughing thing. Got, they got Nixon to yes. do it. Yep. Nixon. That reminds Nixon. me. Uh-oh. Don't Nixon. talk about politics. No, I, I'm not. I'm going to say I just watched the last year's American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Or they did a double feature. Okay. Which, I'm glad they tried that, because I always find that with the American Horror Story, you get to, a, like, two-thirds into it, you feel like it's over. It feels done. And then they mm-hmm. just keep going. I've never watched American Horror Story except for the first episode of Hotel. Okay. So I didn't need to watch it anymore. Yeah, well, I did that marathon thing last year or whatever. Yeah. I, I had only ever seen... I watched it up to Hotel, I think. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I was real spotty on it. I don't, I, I know I watched the first season for sure, and I watched part of Hotel and, and stopped watching it right there. Um, but, I mean, it's not always on, but it's got a lot of interesting stuff in it over the course of its however many seasons it's been. Mm-hmm. And um, But I, I finally watched last year's, which... So, okay, I'm, I'm glad they tried the double feature thing, the problem was I didn't find either one of them very compelling. <laughs> so, um, and the first one, the fir- like, and they're they're not split evenly among the episodes or episode count. Like the first mm-hmm. one's six episodes and the second one's four. Mm-hmm. And the first one felt too long. It was almost like a downsized version of a full season where you feel you feel like it's done and then it keeps going. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so like a Marvel series. Kinda, I guess, yeah. Yeah. But the uh, the second one... Well, I take uh, a Netflix Marvel series. Right, right. They're much better with the Disney. I know, like a Daredevil or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought the premise of the first one was kind of cool, because it starts off being this sort of Innsmouthian kind of thing, 
you know, mm-hmm. or at least you think it is, rather. Um, but then it turns out to be this like some scientists created a pill for unleashing creativity in somebody mm-hmm. that's already got talent. But if you don't have talent, it turns you into this like kind of pale monster. Oh, fine. Um, but either way, you wind up eating other people and drinking blood. Yeah, um, and that's what I do. So, like, actually, it's covered for me a lot. Oh, well, that's that's cool. Um, but so I thought the premise of the first one was pretty good. I just it, the pacing of it was weird. I thought, and mm-hmm. there were a lot of um. Uh, things that they gave away too early or that you could see coming. And then the second one was just sort of boring. It was like Area 54 or Area 51. Um, aliens making a deal for technology kind of thing. You know? Roswell, the TV series? No, Roswell, the TV series was actually better. Uh, Julie's been watching that and I beg to defer. <laughs> I liked it. That show sucks big donkey balls. You have no taste. I have plenty of taste. I may not have taste, but that show still sucks. I enjoyed it. It sucks the D. It sucks every every form of animal D. But my point, what, what brought all that to mind anyway, though, is that Richard Nixon, there was somebody playing Richard Nixon in that. Mm. Now, something you just said is going to prompt me to or ask you something else. Mm-hmm. Okay, when if I say the D, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've been watching a bunch of stuff on Freebie, and that means I've been seeing commercials over and over, right? Yes. So there's this one show on there that they keep doing a commercial for called The Good Dish, which okay. is some sort of cooking show. Mm-hmm. But their slogan or catchphrase or whatever during this commercial is, mm-hmm. we put the D in delish or something. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Or no, no, we're, the- they, they, they say we're bringing the D. Or something well, like that. Here's the thing. That, that's kind of a marketing thing now. They're kind of, it's like, oh, isn't it sort of cheeky that we're saying that? Well, and I'm, I'm like, they got to know, right? They, well, no, I think they do. It's, I think it's very much the point. Because it's just, it's just so weird to hear it over and over. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. The other one's a Verizon commercial um, with this football player. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's a, a wide receiver or something because there's a joke made about him not being able to get reception. Nice. Or maybe he's a QB. I don't. I don't know sports ball. So. I don't know sports either. Um, so at one <clears throat> at one point, oh. the commercial he says, "There's two things I hate: dropped calls and dropped balls." <laughs> Okay, and I, I know that's, what he's saying. That's less, that's less of a that 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 gets a pass. Uh, that's that's uh, a little that's innocuous. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of weird. <laughs> well, I just think you've got your mind in other places. Well, I mean, I'm just saying you, you know. can't stop thinking about balls. Well, I love balls. I'm a ball fondler. <laughs> that's your favorite ACDC song. Um, and it's my favorite Accept song, too. Yeah, well, well sure. Balls to the wall, baby. Yeah, you know. But Udo had a thing going, didn't he? I guess. Was Udo gay? I, I, I just assume every musician in the 80s was gay. Um, it saves time. Yeah, I guess that's true. 
Um, but now looking back on him, he's kind of had that Rob Halford thing. Only, I mean, he wasn't a leather daddy. He was more of like the like the coach in Nightmare on Elm Street three. I mean, two. You know, it's like super military, even though you're not in the military. And uh, yeah, kind of like overcompensating. Maybe. I think maybe he was he was like part of a scene, and we were and everybody just thought the opposite. I don't know, or I don't know. I wasn't an adult back then, so I probably went over my head. Yeah, there big Aryan guy wearing camouflage all the time. <laughs> like that, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's tons of stuff that completely went over my head because I just mm-hmm. wasn't like in a mental space to recognize it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, um, what else was I going to say about that? That commercial? Nothing. Oh, so anyway, yeah, the second part of the double feature thing was this whole just aliens technology and, and the government makes a deal with them to let them abduct U.S. people. They've done aliens before, haven't they? I don't think they did. Mm. I don't remember one that was aliens. Mm. But anyway, so it was just, it, it felt, both story, the, I liked the premise of the first story, but I thought the pacing was bad. The second story just felt like rehashed stuff. Like, yeah. like you said, it felt like they'd already done it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But that's I, probably just because there's been so much of that same story that anytime anybody would do it, it feels like somebody's already done it, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm glad they at least experimented with trying to break it up. Yeah. Is that show over or are they doing more of those? I I you know, I thought it was over a long time ago, so I wouldn't know. It seems like they're never gonna end it. Mm. Who does that? It's the guy that did pushing daisies, right? Uh, that? That's somebody else. I don't remember. I know it is I think isn't it a team, two dudes? Maybe. I I get confused. Let's see. Let's look up American horror story, shall we? All I, all I know is that I counted uh, ten barber shops within three blocks of each other in Harrogate, UK, and I know there can't be that many people there needing to get their hair cut. Um, well, maybe they're left over from the traditional occupation of a barber, which was a bloodletter. Who else said that? I think that was Addison said that when I said it. Yes, that was Wow. Oh, okay, so there is, the show is still going. This year's was a New York City one. Mm. They did a camp one that I wanted to see, but I didn't watch it because, I don't know. Yeah, that was 2019, that was in 1984. Did you like that one? Yeah, I think that was probably my favorite one. Okay. Just because it felt fun, you know. Mm. Um, and they mixed up a bunch of stuff, like slashers and curses and, and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that R.L. Stein show on Netflix was like that. Uh, probably, probably more fun, though. I like that. Fear, uh, Fear Street, that's what it was called. Let's see. Um, Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk. Ryan Murphy, Murphy was behind, like, Nip Tuck and Glee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... Uh, let's see. Falchuk... Nip Tuck was such a good show until it went fucking 
nutso. I don't know if I ever finished Nip Tuck. <clears throat> I don't think I did either. I was like, I'm out. I remember watching it, because that was like mid-2000s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched it when I was living with Jenny. But I don't remember much about it, except that it was weird. You and I both watched it. And, uh, we liked it for a while until we didn't. Uh, oh, Brad Falchuk was also part of the Nip Tuck thing. And also Glee. So I guess they worked together a bunch. Then who did... Uh, who's the one that did... Uh, that was Brian... That's the Hannibal guy. Brian Singer? No, Brian... Oh, hold on. I'm going to... Brian Fuller. That is the Hannibal guy. Yeah. Okay. That was a good show. Oh, that was a great show. I'd like to... Actually, I should probably go back and watch that again. It was just so nice. <laughs> like... It was nice. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I kept saying that while it was even on. But anyway, um, there was something else I watched. I was going to tell you about. Now I'm having problems. I finished that Switch to Birth, <laughs> and much like most, like like their other stuff, it's insane by the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just all the stuff that happens to these people that the writers inflict upon them. Mm-hmm. It's completely bonkers. <laughs> like, um, that, but they did do some interesting. They handled some interesting topics in the course of that show, though. Mm-hmm. And they some did. of them they did weirdly, though. Like, they they sort of dipped their toe into the whole LGBTQ thing, but then kind of they kept it strictly like lesbians and gay. Yeah, I feel like and they then ignored it the, after that. The stuff that they dip their toe in with Switched at Birth, they go way into the, the Fosters. Yeah, Fosters was a more extreme version. Yeah, I feel like that was their their test run, and then, then the Fosters come along. And then uh, the Fosters spinoff is like, that's all it is. I mean, I've still never seen That's the lawyer show or whatever? Yeah, Good Trouble. Yeah. Um, the other thing with Switch to Birth was... What's that? What's that thing where you can't remember stuff anymore? Alzheimer's. Yes. Um, they they like very briefly, briefly touch on Alzheimer's and how it affects like the rest of the family, and then then it's like there and gone in less than an episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a family TV show thing, though, right? I mean, they're right, but it was her family. It was the the mother's mother that had it. Like, mm-hmm. you would have figured they would have maybe, like, pushed that for a little longer. Yeah, I mean, it's still just a problem of the week kind of show, really. Right. Well, I mean, some stuff was long-term. The, the, the When they, did, like, decided to get into racism, that lasted for most of the last season, I think. Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean, the last season was only, like, ten episodes. So. Um, but the the way they... I, it was just—it was weird because the way they would do certain things is just like they would take take the weirdest extreme of something, yeah. and then make that the center point of the issue rather than like like when they dealt with rape, they made it such a confusing case of rape that it was like, wait, is this rape or isn't it rape? I don't know. Nobody knows. Even the characters didn't know if it was rape or not. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. 
racism started out this, and some of that, you know, I, I know they were taken from the topics that were at, at the time. Because mm-hmm. when they dealt with the racism issue, it was dealing with, um, it wasn't blackface, but it was this white character, white, one of the white characters dressed up as a rapper that he liked mm-hmm. for a party. And then, um, one of the, the black lead characters took offense at that. Mm-hmm. Um, which I remember, like, in that year, there was a lot of cases in the news of, like, blackface issues and stuff like that, you know? Uh-huh. So I'm assuming they were pulling it from just current times. But even that one, I mean, that turned into a giant, like, weird thing mm-hmm. in the TV show, and it was all spurred on by something that was uh, kind of like a, huh, issue? Like, it, well, you know, is this racist, isn't it? I don't know, you know? Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be different if he was, like, dressing up as a lawn jockey or something, you know? But, I mean, he, he was just, sure. dr- the guy was dressing up as a rapper he liked. Well, yeah, I mean, there's also a more complicated issue, which, like, I mean, the the whole, like, uh, what is it, cultural appropriation sort of thing. Yeah, they mentioned that, too. Which, which I mean, I mean, I have problems with that sometimes, too, you know, because, I mean, that, I find a very, very thin line between cultural appropriation and cultural celebration, you know, because, I mean... I, uh, One group might think that you're making fun of them when you deep when that person deeply, deeply loves that thing, you know, and they can't help but kind of, you know, th- they make it part of themselves, but because they are, you know, not of that uh, race, uh, uh, they're they're well culture. Yeah, culture, yeah, because race doesn't exist. Well, see, and that is one thing I thought they did interestingly, but I'm not sure they did it convincingly in this show, was because the the daughter that lived with the Latina family, Mm -hmm. because she was raised Latina, she identified as Latina. That's how she put things down on applications and stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know they brought it up several times where somebody look at her because you know she's a pale, pale face, oh, red headed girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. So she, I didn't, I didn't see that episode. Obviously, it, it popped up a couple of times over the course of the show. Yeah, because um, she is definitely not Latina. Right, but she identified as Latina. Her, yeah. her mother considered her Latina. Her grandmother considered her Latina. You know? That's interesting. I didn't notice that. Yeah. So, like, I, I thought that was an interesting way to kind of approach that problem. But, yeah, as far as cultural appropriation goes, I don't... I'm not sure either. I think the person that has a problem with it is the person that has to define it, right? Because yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so too. I mean, that's kind of what you have to kind of default to, right? But at the same time, I mean, I, I don't know of any cultures that interact that don't borrow stuff from each other. That's the other thing, right? I mean, if you're going to move towards a truly homogenized sort of society, which I mean, we are. Whether you like it or not, well, I don't. I, I don't necessarily agree with that because even in the United States, we don't have a homogenized society. You're, you're, we're going to get to a point. I mean, there's just even between North and South, there's a big difference. Yeah. Well, you're, I, I mean, I think genetic makeup wise, you're not going to be able to. Well, I, I'm not talking about race. I'm talking about culture. That's what I mean. You know, culture. Culture is like a, a football club. You know, it's like this. It's it's more of a tribal thing than a than a thing that actually exists. It, those are self-important, self uh, 
self-imposed rules. Not always, because I, 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 Judaism is one of those confusing things where that is both race and culture. Um, I, guess. I guess, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I know what you're saying, and, and I don't completely disagree. It's just I got a problem with religion anyway. Cultural stuff. Don't send any emails. Not that anybody listens to this. <laughs> it's just I, like I said, I just I don't know of any culture, two separate cultures that interact with each other that don't borrow things that they consider to be good things from the other culture. Yeah, I mean, and that's you know. I mean that's the way it should be, isn't it? And I well, I mean, it, that's the way it works in art and music and yeah. like just all kinds of stuff. And I, I don't know that you could stop it if you wanted to. Like, and I don't think it's necessarily. Again, I think this is a thing that needs to be defined by the person that's upset by it. Because in my mind, if no offense is intended, then it's not an offensive thing, right? You're just again right. borrowing I, something you find I, good from like another I said, culture. I agree to a certain extent. I agree to a certain extent. Now, I guess I could see where, like, somebody would be upset, say, if, I don't know, somebody for fashion was wearing something that's part of a, a religious ceremony or something, you know? Mm-hmm. But people wear crosses all the time, and nobody seems to be upset about that. So I guess at some point, some things become so common that nobody cares anymore. Um, I kind of get, I, I run into this with actually with my wife sometimes. Because I have a genuine love and enthusiasm for The Last Dragon. Okay. And Dolomite. Right. And stuff like that. And I feel like whenever I talk about them, well, Julie thinks I'm being racist. Oh, really? Yeah. But I think she's also hypersensitive about that because... Of her job. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, and that's, I mean, that's, things aren't black and white, pardon that, the word. Yeah, you that's know. for sure, that's for sure. I mean, it? there are levels of stuff. There is nuance. There's, yeah. I mean, I mean we've talked about doing a podcast about that that movie, haven't we? I think so, yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of one of the reasons I didn't want to do it is because it's like, I don't think two white guys should be doing a podcast about The Last Dragon. But it, I don't, I mean, we're coming at it from the standpoint of it's just a movie we enjoyed. I, I don't know. And this is what I just said, isn't it? It's right. It's I mean, celebration, not appropriation. I, I, I mean, was that movie intended to be a, only for black people? Uh, because it played on the TV an awful lot when I was a kid for it did, regular broadcast. It, it did, didn't it? But I mean, it's 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 it. Actually, that movie is very racist towards Asian people. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's problematic on its own. But it, I mean, it it is a it's it's sort of like a uh, good times, and that it was geared towards a certain audience. Right, but I mean that didn't mean nobody else could watch it, right? Exactly. I mean, I watched Good Times too. I love Good Times. Um, good times. Hell, I mean, I even I don't know. You know, it's like I it was on TV. I think I guess I figure it was fair game if it was on TV. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's not like I went out and sought it out to take take it from somebody or something. It was presented to me. (laughs) 
I was very upset when John Amos's character died on that show. So much so that I thought John Amos was dead. <laughs> then he shows up in Die Hard 2. And I'm like, what the fuck? I thought he died you know, like years ago. Uh, I guess you just can't keep it around. Mm-hmm. Zombie John Amos. But Loved him in Beastmaster. Zombie John Amos? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In Beastmaster? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, hey, guess what? I bought a I bought a Pro Twenty Four. Uh, Wacom. Really? Yeah, Cintiq. Why did you do that? Because I wanted to upgrade from my HD Twenty Two. How much was that? Can I ask? I bought it secondhand, so I got it for about half retail. Twenty Four is that what I have? You've got the Twenty Seven QHD, I think. I want the new one. Uh, well, this isn't the. I mean, this was the. This that yours is the like the 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 light thin one, right? It, yeah, it is lighter and thinner. It's lighter and thinner, and it, but it's about the same size as like with the casing is my HD twenty two, but the screen is bigger, and mm-hmm. it's um it's it's supposed it's supposed to do four K, mm-hmm. so I you know better resolution and better uh, I think it's like ninety eight percent Adobe gamut or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the one that was that they started making in like 2018 or 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I bought was actually manufactured in September of 2020, which I didn't know it was that new. So I was kind of pleased about that. But I got it for about, uh, I think it was like 1,200 was shipping. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems in really good shape. But I'm trying to figure out how to. The problem is, is it doesn't come with a visa mount on the back. And it doesn't have a. I mean, you can buy a separate stand, but that separate stand's like four hundred dollars. Um, that screws into the mounts that it does have, or you can buy a Visa adapter, which is like seventy-five, eighty bucks. And I'm like, why? Why did you do that? Why didn't you just put a standard mount on there? <laughs> mm. But it turns out they were doing something weird with these, where they they were selling another device called a Creation Engine, and. There's a slot in the back of the on the back of the Pro 24 that you take. It's like where you take the cover off to do your cable management and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, you could slide this thing in there, and it would basically turn it into a self-contained computer screen computer mm-hmm. drawing, like a giant tablet that you could take around someplace with you, battery mm-hmm. powered and all that. That's not a Wacom thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. They were. Oh, I, really? I guess it didn't. I don't know. I guess it didn't do very well because I never heard of it until I started I've looking into these. I've never heard of that. Um, and I don't see. I have no idea why you would do that instead of just having like a good laptop along with you that you would just plug the screen with, into. You know? mm-hmm. I, well, I, I guess this would make it more portable because you wouldn't need a power cord. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. So, because they did that and where it fits, I'm, I guess that's why they didn't put the Visa mount in, because the creation engine slid into that slot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, all, it's, all it's got is these little kickstand legs, which would be great if I wanted to lay it down on a table at a slight angle and work on it hunched, you know, hunched over, essentially. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't work that way. I keep mine more like a, like a canvas on an easel. And that's how I, that's how I work. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to actually incorporate this into my workspace. <laughs> so I haven't started using it yet. I think I might actually, because it is fairly light enough, I think it's only like 18, 20 pounds. Um, 
So I, I might actually put it on a desktop easel and use it that way. But the other thing I'm get, I, 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 I think I'm going to have to get used to is like that little remote control instead of having buttons on the screen. Oh, you get the remote control of that? Yeah. So it, it doesn't have on the only on screen buttons it's got are like uh, like you know how you have light up Did buttons. You use the on screen buttons? Uh, a couple of them, yeah. Really? I frequently use the one that switches between switches the cursor between my main monitor and, and the Wacom. Uh, I use the one for centering canvas in, in the program a lot. Um, you know, set, fit, fitting the canvas to the center. Oh, monitor. yours just doesn't naturally go from monitor to monitor. Well, you have to tell your cursor to go somewhere, don't you? No, no, I just drag it across and it naturally goes. I don't know. That's. I don't have to press a button for it to do that. I don't know how your monitor would know to go. Like, how would your cursor know to go up to your non-Wacom monitor? It just does it. Huh. I'm doing it right now. I don't understand, but okay. No, mine for mine, if you want to switch which monitor your cursor is on, you press a button. Interesting. Oh, you're on a PC. Yeah. Maybe it's something like that. I don't know. Uh, I've never had it where it would just automatically do it. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, when I had just the, you know, the tablet off to the side and I had two monitors, I had it set up so that the I just move around to get from one to the other. But ever since I started working on a, on a monitor, then it doesn't. But yeah, I use that one a lot. Sometimes I use um. Most of this, see the thing is most of the buttons that I use I use my I've got a razor, uh, a Nostromo by Razor. That's a, just a gamepad that you can program the keys. Mm-hmm. And I've got that set up with like the main stuff like cut and copy paste. Uh, and I've got a couple of actions like combo things that go on. Combo. Like if I want to um, select all and off board and and don't you know turn it all into outlines or something. <laughs> Which is just a that's an action that's like in Illustrator and I've got a key set up to trigger that action. You know? Not an idiot, I know. Um, but stuff you know, most of my functions like that, and it's got like a little mouse wheel so I can scroll and, and stuff like that. So. Mouse wheel. Um. But so I don't use a whole ton of the buttons that are on my Wacom, but I do use a few. So, but yeah, I, I never used my uh, little uh, the easy uh, key remote. Yeah, and I should have, but I didn't. Uh, and the new one doesn't have. Them. Does it have buttons on on the monitor? It's got like four on each side behind the screen. Oh, okay. Yeah, the 22 HD's got one behind the screen too. That's like a, a there's like a strip back there that you can touch, <laughs> and it like yeah. Uh, this one doesn't have. It's more like triggers, like you're playing a Xbox game or something. Oh, okay. I um, and I don't I don't use that strip all that much. But. I hate the strip. I think that I think they got rid of the strip. Yeah, the Easy Key remote's got like a little wheel that you can scroll around in and use it to like zoom in and out or. Whatever. Yeah, the wheel sucks too. But I, I found it. I found the touch sensitivity of it was weird. Yeah, the wheel. Nobody likes the script. I think that's what they've learned. So there are some things like, uh, you know, how you got a rocker button on your on your stylus. Oh, I definitely got a rocker button. That's true. <laughs> well, like the. 
I hate that button, by the way. I don't want buttons on my on my stylus. Well, I okay. So the one that's closest to the pen tip, I I'll, it doesn't matter. I always trigger it accidentally. So yeah, I, I've yeah. just got that one disabled. I press. Yeah, I have them all disabled, and I press them just kind of like how you do with a ballpoint pen. You like click it, click it, click it, like a nervous habit. Right, right. I just do that. I um, I'm like it's a good thing this thing doesn't do anything. I keep the back one on though because I I don't hit that one accidentally. It seems like, and I I keep it for a right click when I want to get a context menu, you know. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just I'm glad there are lots of options so I can just customize it to my workflow, essentially. Sure. sure. Um. But you're one of those, you know, noodly PC guys that likes to. You know, tinker around and. Well, I mean, with this stuff, I, I set it and forget it until I have to reinstall something again. You know. But you know what I mean, and you are that guy. You're the well, guy. That, sure, I don't mind doing that. Like, don't not just don't mind. That is part of your makeup. That's what you do. Okay, I'm naturally. And you build your own PCs. Right. You like to customize stuff. It's what. PC guys in general seem to be more of that ilk than somebody that just wants a Mac out of the box to work a certain way because they don't want to fuck with stuff. Well, I'll be honest. That actually, for me, that started as a financial thing because when I first started working on computers, I couldn't afford anything that was pre-built, and I was just taking cast-off parts from people I knew that didn't that would upgrade their stuff, and then you know they were just. They were just going to throw away their spare parts, and I, so I took them and built my own computer. <laughs> when we met, you just seemed to have disdain for anything that didn't allow you to detrain. You had like, like obvious disdain for anything that didn't allow you to like tinker something until you were satisfied with it. It felt confining. Yeah. yeah. That does not mean making up something. That's, that is something I observed about. Oh, no, no. It felt... I was I was worse then, like... But, yeah, it felt pretty confining to not be able to make it do what I wanted it to do instead of yeah. having it tell me what I should do. Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It, yeah, it almost seemed like you resented that, it, like, Apple thought they knew better than you. Right, because they obviously <laughs> didn't. <laughs> so. Okay, so I'm not an I'm not crazy. Right, I'm not, being, not I mean, being mean or anything. It wasn't just Apple. It's like anything that I can't if I if I can't make it to work work the way I need it to work because they think that it should work something some other way, <laughs> then it's frustrating to me, you know. Mm. And I uh, if I can't actually crack into it to change it, then I just don't use it. I get rid of it or whatever. Because it doesn't do what I want it to do. You know? But, I don't know. DIY or die, baby? For you. Yeah. Me, yeah, I want it to work. That's why I don't do pedals, man. I just want my amp to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's... I don't want to dick around with settings. That's six and one and a half a dozen of the other, I think. No, it's not. No, it's not. People 
People that are into pedal culture like to twist knobs and get things until they feel perfect with it, and I just want that patch. I just want to download a patch that, that has the sound already done. And then you could get a digital pedal. <laughs> no, you're still, you're still, you're still. No, I mean, uh, I, 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 you know, I don't like pedals, but I went into, uh, I went to Denmark Street in London, where they have all the old, like historical guitar stores and stuff, and somebody was playing on one of these reverb pedals that I was like, he look, it sounded like he was playing a keyboard cool. with his guitar, and it was so awesome. I was like, huh. I'm not buying that, but that sounds really cool. No, what I was talking about, that there are pedals you can save presets in, so you don't have to fiddle. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that sure, seems like... Those, yeah, those are, I mean... That seems like the kind of pedal... Which, I mean, that's yeah, just sort you're of... A, almost, you're almost talking about getting a Helix or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's sort of the pedal version of a rack mount unit, I guess. Yeah, and a rack mount unit is essentially what I have in my amp. Now. Right, yeah, it's built in. Yeah, so I that's what I do. That's fine. Yeah, I hear you there. There's I mean there's there's no right way to get to where you want to be. <laughs> there is no right way, that's true. That's something that I have learned finally in my old age. Yeah. It's just uh, whatever whatever works for you works. And anybody that says otherwise is just being a dick. Or they're trying to sell you something. Yeah, they're kind of silly something. Or justify their own expenses of stuff. Yeah. But. And they're being a Because they, they, you ever notice that with some people, man? They they spend money on something, and, and even if they don't like it, they have to convince themselves it was worth the money they spent on it. I mean, I've done that. I you, just, you've had to have done that. I, maybe. I, I think mostly if I don't think it's worth the money I spent on it, I, I just get rid I of it. I think everybody's done that before because it's embarrassing, right? I don't know. I mean, l- listen to me talk when I, when I bought the Rickenbacker. I wasn't sure that it was actually worth the money I spent on it. You know? I bet you thought about it, though. You're like, I can't be wrong. I can't. This can't be. Well, no. My, my, my thought was, oh, like I was, it was just sort of slight disappointment, <laughs> you know? But I, I didn't. I mean, I've been like that with. I mean, we talked about this. I've been like that with some of my guitars. I mean, I guess I justified it by saying that I wouldn't have paid that unless I really wanted it. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. So that's sort of yeah. I mean, that's sort of justifying the cost I spent on it was by saying, well, you know, I just wanted it. So. I played. Uh, you know, Fender has those new American vintage twos. Yeah. And I played one of those in England, and it was really nice. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Did you almost bring it home with you? No. There was, there's a there's a brand of, like, boutique guitar called PJD in York, England. And the guy just kind of, like, he was trying to sell it to me. Yeah. And he's like, these are great. And he, I put, put it in my hand, and I'm like, okay. And I played it, and I was like, oh, this is really nice. <laughs> But it costs really nice too. And I right. was like, the dude is like, I think you'd like that. You should get it. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm gonna take that. It's gonna cost just as much to get it home as it is to buy it. No, that. Christ, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do it. No, because I mean, it was a, a two thousand dollar guitar, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna buy that. That's crazy. Okay, thinking about spending the money on stuff. Remember how long I actually fought buying a wagon? 
I, I went through like a couple of different other brands of tablet monitors. Oh like, yeah, but you no, you're like that with everything. though. I we've had this argument so much, like buying your cars off eBay and shit like that. Well, yeah, but you've always been like, you know, who's like that too? Jenny Frizen. Yeah. And she always has a problem. She would buy her fucking computer secondhand off of eBay and then wonder why it fucking broke on her all the time. <laughs> and it's just like, because you bought it, like, used on eBay. Well, I mean, I bought this Wacom used on eBay. And I bought the, the one I just bought used on eBay. And so far, so far I'm doing all right with it. But my thing was I, I, got just, I just kept trying to avoid buying a Wacom, you know. I thought they, no, there's got to be. The best at, they are the best in the game. You can't deny it. Right, and I mean, you pay for it. You pay for it, but they are the best in the game. So far, I mean, it's not like I've used everything, but I went through several different devices, and nothing, I mean, nothing was quite right until I got th- this. You know, if they made a cheaper one that was better, I would be, I would have it. There's some stuff I like. I could make work. And and just deal with its deficiencies, you know. <laughs> but yeah, just having having this proper screen do what it's supposed to do. Yes, is just nice. Yes, you know? yeah. yes. it is nice, isn't it? Because I, I don't have to worry about kludges or anything like having something do what you want it to do. Right. It's very nice. And in in this case, this does just what I wanted to do. <laughs> so. As the dead Kennedy said, give me convenience or give me death. But, yeah, that, that, so th- this is one case where I did finally come to see the light on stuff. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad. So, anyway. Because um, we've, ar- we've argued about this a lot. I don't know if you remember, but we've argued about this. I just, well, I, I still think it's foolish to spend money on a Mac, but <laughs> if that's your thing, do it, you know? Like I, I know, I know you do, but but although I, I do have to say, these past couple of years, they seem to have been making some really good technological improvements that they didn't have back in the day when they were just charging a lot of money because they could, you know. Yeah. Um. No, that guy's not in charge Because, <coughs> like, just the the stuff they're doing with their new generation of processors and that is yeah. pretty impressive. So. Yeah. There's that. I don't think there's as much of a cult around it as there were when Steve was in charge. I, I guess, I mean, that was part of my distaste for it, too. I know. It just seemed like Mac users were, like, just so clicky and culty and stuff, you know? You know, well, I mean, I don't think PC users want, weren't well, sure, some of them were, but it's sort of like the difference between Democrats and Republicans. There's all kinds of different Democrats, you know? There's only, like, a couple of different kinds of Republicans, and they're all bad. <laughs> so, are you comparing Apple users to Republicans? Uh, pretty much, yeah. They, they just want things wow. easy and given to them. Yeah. Wow. Because now we are having... They, they feel entitled. We are having some issues, my friend. They, they always claim about personal responsibility, but never actually take any. Um, I'm about. <laughs> uh, so yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Mac users and Republicans go hand in hand. This didn't call us Nazis. Well, what do you call somebody that gatewalls their uh, ecosystem? Just little bit. <laughs> Firewalls, gatewalls, gates. 
don't know what the word. Walled ecosystem, I guess. Gates is the Microsoft guy. No, that's not happening. Yeah, well, you know. Bill Gates, he's trying to control us all through vaccines. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, microchips and all that stuff, man. Microchips. George Soros. Soros. Jewish <laughs> space lasers. Jewish space lasers. George Soros. All that stuff, man. Space lasers. Um, oh, I forgot to tell you. Or, uh, or I forgot to bring this up. Oh, trying to think of how I'm wording this. Oh, no. Anyway, say happy birthday. To you? Yeah. You little bum. Fuck, and it's in my calendar. It was, fuck? Well, you were on your way to England. It was two days after we last talked. So, I'm another year older, Mike. What do you think of that? I wasn't going to miss it this year. Skippy? I feel so bad. Isn't it sort of, I mean, at this point, it's sort of tradition for you to miss it. It is tradition, but the thing was, I was going to buck tradition. (laughs) Didn't I remember it last year? Buck tradition. Didn't I I remember it last year? Um, I don't know. Did you? (laughs) Well, happy birthday. Hey, thanks. So you're my age now. Uh, 48. Oh, so you are, you're, you're young. You're my brother's age, I keep forgetting. Yeah, I'm a year younger than you. But I think we graduated in the same year, didn't we? Oh, so you're saying you're smarter than me. No, I'm saying I think we went through... You think you're better than me because you graduated in the same year? I'm saying we went through the concurrent guess what? years of high school together. <laughs> but separately. Well, happy birthday. I'm sorry I missed it. I thought that I was going to remember it this year. Hey, thanks. And I'm actually upset about it. Nah, uh, don't be upset. <laughs> it was all right. My parents got me a drone. Really? Yeah. Well, the one I bought earlier in the year, I, I sent back because it, I thought it was misleading about the camera resolution. Um, and I just never got around to picking up another one, and they knew I didn't have another one, so they found another cheap one that did have the correct camera resolution. So now I can check my roof and gutters without having to get on a ladder. And spy on your neighbors. And spy on my neighbors. No, well that's illegal. We know what you're doing. You can't do that, Mike. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. And illegal. But that's only if you get caught. Yeah. Drone. Drone crank. Drone crank. <laughs> I am now drone crank. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Drone crank. I don't like drone crank. Drone crank seems to like be feeling himself. He like It seems like drone crank's got confidence. I don't like drone crank. Drone crank. <laughs> no, I don't like the way he's talking. Drone crank seems like he might do something. Mike? Uh-oh. Meet Drone Crank. No, I don't want to meet Drone Crank. <laughs> drone Crank's frightening. Drone Crank looks like, sounds like he might, uh, he might question my authority. Drone Crank hangs out with Dark Brandon. No, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> or, is it Dark Brandon or Dark Biden? Dark Brandon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Happy birthday, buddy. Hey, thanks, man. 
I think we're good made to remember it this year. It's all right. All right. I think I put you and the keyboard in my... Oh, fuck, you are in there. What is your birthday? <laughs> November 5th. It was a Saturday this year. That's always nice. I enjoyed that. I was, I was, I was not sleeping in England. Right. Uh, so, Did yeah. I? Well, so it was the seventh is my brother's birthday. And oh yeah. I, I looked. I saw, I did know remember that because it came up. I was looking at the date and I was like, oh, I forgot. I have a brother. <laughs> right. Did you just send him a card or anything? Because you're more of my brother. No, I haven't talked to my brother in three years. Right. You're more of my brother than my brother. Brother from another mother. That's absolutely true, Mama Crank. I send presents to Mama Crank, but not you. <laughs> uh, did I also mention, I, I think I figured out how to kick my stankaroni into a new notch. No! Stop talking about your goddamn stankaroni! Okay. I got three words for you, man. No, I don't. Do not talk about stankaroni. Hot dog water. Oh fuck you! You disgusting bastard! What is it about Cincinnati and perverting food? Stankaroni. What is it with you guys? Why are you gonna put spaghetti with your fucking chili? You gross bastards! It's a meat sauce. Stankaroni. Oh. No! Stop saying stankaroni! Drone crank likes stankaroni. I do not like... I do not like drone crank. Of course, regular crank likes stankaroni, too. Drone crank. Drone crank. Drone crank is going to get in trouble. (laughs) Only if he gets caught. That's the thing. Drone crank is going to get caught. Drone Crank's going to make some silly mistakes and get caught. Drone Crank doesn't make mistakes. Um. <laughs> Hot dog water, man. No, stop it. Mm-hmm. It's bad enough that my wife makes macaroni and cheese and puts hot dogs in it. Yeah. Like, like she's fucking five years old or something. So what you need to tell her to do is save the water after she boils no, the hot dogs and then use that to make the... And you're not going to tell her this either. Use that Thank to boil... Thank God the, never come up here. Use that to boil the macaroni in. Because you're like one of the three friends I have that she actually likes. <laughs> hot dog water. What do you got against hot dogs and macaroni? I don't want them mixed together. Huh. If they're on separate plates, fine, but do not put them in the same pot. Is this like this weird, like, how Jewish people can't mix certain things I, together? I, I am a food segregationist. <laughs> I have, I've always been. I will eat my fries before I eat everything else on my plate. I mean, granted, I won't dip my french fry in a chocolate shake, but... No, you know, that's... I don't know if that's the same thing, but... Look, you little asshole. Do not ever bring up stank around me again. Oh, it'll be brought up again. <laughs> don't you... I, I hate the name. I hate the concept. 
I hate the way you describe it. It sounds gross. It's stankaroni. I know what it is. You keep talking about it. Yes, yes. No, stop it. I want you in Cincinnati to stop making food in general. <laughs> oh, come on. You got to try our getta. Your what? Getta. What's getta? It's like uh, what they meant to make when they made Scrapple, but not, you know, better. No, stop. No, stop right there. Scrapple's terrible. Come on. I don't want Scrapple, and I don't want your better Scrapple. Well, I mean, getta isn't actually Scrapple. It's like oats and, uh, like, chopped pork and some spices and onions and, you know, seasoning stuff. And you cook it in the patties. That sounds like Haggins. Uh, it's not guts or intestine. Like, it doesn't involve, you know, fecal matter things. There's no fecal matter in Haggins. It's, in, it's stuffed into intestines. What do you think's in they there? They clean it. Yeah, sure. They boil it. They uh-huh. boil it. That's still fecal matter in there. I mean, the only thing that's just... They're not ripping it out of a sheep and then just chomping down on it. I mean, the only thing guts good for is guitar strings and stuff. That's all. (laughs) Anyway. We've learned a lot today. Have we? We've learned never to eat in Cincinnati. That's for goddamn sure. We got the best food. You ain't got no food. We got all kinds of food. You need to go to another state to eat something right. Mm-mm. I will eat Cincinnati pizza. Not Cincinnati. I will eat St. Louis pizza before I eat anything from your state. Really? No, that's not true. I kind of like your chili. <laughs> I uh, our pizza's kind of sweet too, from the at least from the major local places. They tend to make it with like a sweet tomato sauce, which I don't. I don't find very good. But pizza is good. I don't really like sweet pizza. You know who can't make pizza? St. Louis. England. England can't make pizza either. England can't make shit. I thought they were. I thought they were good for like Indian takeout and stuff. Yeah, they can do that. They can do any 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 country that's not England, and England can make good food. So you're you're not a fan of your food being boiled. Uh, it's, they don't even boil it. I mean, a lot of it's fried. Huh? But it, it's just. I like fried. They'll fuck up a hamburger. That's for sure. They will find a way. I've never had a deep fried hamburger. Uh, I don't think I have either. I wonder if that's good. I love I love all my friends from England, and I think they'll be the first to say that the food there isn't the, like the thing that I own now. Fair enough. I love England, and I love all my friends. You saw Captain Colin, and he's doing good. Good. Love that guy. Hung out with him and his friends. Well, his friend. <laughs> and, uh... How's Dave? Dave's great. Love Dave. Good, good. Dave's like, I I really like Dave. Dave's like a really close friend. I love him. Good, good. And um, Mr. Hope, Thomas Hope and his family. Love that guy. 
I don't I don't think I've ever met him. We haven't met him, but he's a great guy. He's an illustrator from the UK too. I haven't met Captain Colin in person either, but yeah, Cap Colin's great. He's actually tabling at a convention this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't he? He came in for a convention into the U.S. like a year or two ago. Yeah, because he goes to all the Star Wars stuff. He's a big Star Wars fan. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, do we have any email? It's that time. We don't. Okay. I will because I knew that it was getting that time. That makes things easy. Um, does anybody have stuff in stores? Um. I do not. I got like a royalty statement from Oni, but I don't think I have anything in stores like reprint or anything. Do they still sell um, uh, the robot book? Autobots? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't no. know if they kept that in print or not. No. Is that, Tired, on, is like, that online digi- digitally? I don't know. Autobots is old and busted. The new hotness is robots. <laughs> ah, robots. Robots. If you want a uh, J. Torres robot book, get the Sean, the, the Sean Devil, nothing like Norton. Gotcha. Yeah. Norton, old and busted. No, Dove. Nor- I think nobody's going to argue with that. Dove, the yeah. current hotness. Dove is the new hotness. Gotcha. So you want that? Um, I mean, either way, Jay's doing good. But... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think it's in print. It's definitely not print anymore. But. Is uh closer still in print? Uh, I don't think so. I wonder if that's digital. Uh, maybe. I don't. Maybe. Do they? Does Oni publish digital stuff through like Comicsology, or do they have their own thing? That's a good question. I don't know. I never really thought to look. Before. I never did either. It just popped up in my head. Uh, Julie asked me about closer because that's how she remembers Anthony. She was like, "Oh, the guy with the that uh, book you did, uh, the the naked guy." <laughs> that's how she remembers it, the naked guy. Huh. I'm like, "Oh yeah, there is a full frontal old man in that." That's a, it's like a mnemonic device. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, I. Looked through the list and I didn't see a whole lot. Uh, West of Sundowns continuing and issue number six uh, came out this week. Person stores this week. Uh, yeah. um, and you know that's fun. That's Jim Terry art. Yep. And he's getting better with every issue. Like I mean, he uh, he 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 is a uh, what do you call it? A classical uh, yeah. comic artist. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, doing it every month only makes them better. Definitely. Practice, especially being, like, on a tight deadline, you know. Practice really kind of gets you to hone off the rough edges and stuff, you know. Yeah, and he's, uh... Oh, fuck! Okay. <laughs> oh, no! Not enough undoes? No, I run yeah, that's always a bite, isn't it? No. And if you increase your undoes, you're, you're raising your footprint in the program. You might run out of space. I, here's the gamble. Do I quit out of this page 
And then open it up and see if I saved before that. Can you open that as a new document with the same name? Like, save the one you're at with like a dash one at Good the end? Good question. I'm doing it right now. Save the one you're at with a dash one at the end, and then... Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Because it's part oh, of... Oh, wait. No, don't do that, because that's... that's You're out of undoes, so you can't back out of it. Shut up. I'm, hold on. I'm working on it. This is like a... This but, is an Empire Strikes Back moment. But if you, if you copy the file in your... Sure. Copy the fire file in your folder view and append it with something... And then no. open it up, lady. Of course, you could just look at the timestamp on it, too. <laughs> I, I did that the entire time where you were in England. <laughs> I would just say that at random times walking down the street with Julie. Oh, yeah? I just go, leave me alone, lady. All I kept thinking, because every time I thought about England, I just thought oh, about where it was. Rip your throat out, Jim. Or rip your lungs out, Jim. That's what it is. Why did I not save it before that? Oh, so the save's too old. The save's very old. And you don't have enough undoes to get back to where you, before you screwed something up. It looks like I'm going to have to do some delicate erasing. Yeah. Wait. Well, on that note, I guess... Uh, you can reach us at crankcast.com, crankcast at gmail.com. Mike's website is ihatemike.com. Mike does hate himself right now. I really hate myself. You know why? Because I fucking suck. So, uh, this is one of those uh, balancing acts, folks. you got to remember to save, because if you don't save and you crash, you're screwed. But uh, if you yeah, save... Just put shit on a different layer, man. If you save too often, then that doesn't do you any good if you screw something up and run out of undoes. Because you've already saved over that past point. Give yourself more undoes is probably the answer. Give yourself a little more undoes. Work in layers. Don't don't draw everything I'm in working in layers. I just didn't do what I was supposed to do. I'm addressing the audience, Mike. Okay. The audience. The audience already knows I'm done. So uh, just remember to do that, folks. You know, and, uh, give yourself some email, layers. Email crank and tell them happy birthday. Some undoes. We all wish we had like undoes in real life. Mm-hmm. We can't have those, but we can at least have undoes in our programs. Remember that day I walked into Devil's Do and met you? And you met me before Devil's Do. Wish I had an undo. Well, I mean, Devil's Do was a thing, but you met me at a convention. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't was it your birthday? No, it was Mid Ohio Con. Oh, two thousand. Was it Love at First Sight? 2000 or 2001? 2001? Mm-hmm. One of those years. Mid-Ohio Con. There was some sort of like Galaxy Bowl thing going on that weekend. Or something mm. like that. One of those weird blacklight bowling alley things. And we went, oh, yeah. We went and drank there. I remember that. That was fun. And I think there was Laughing Ogre? Was that a comic Yeah, show? yeah. We went there, which I, I felt really uneasy about because they let people wander around with open glasses of beer around stacks of comics. Yeah, that's true. I, I felt very uneasy about that. That was weird. But anyway, so. All right. Uh, well, hope you all have a good weekend, and we will catch you next week, and then hopefully we're back on a regular schedule again. Happy birthday, Greg. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for being old. Drone Crank thanks you too.
Well, I don't like Drum Crank. I'm not wishing him a happy birthday. I guess today is Drum Crank's birthday. No, Drum Crank sucks. I hate Drum Crank. Drum Crank loves you. I don't like Drum Crank. Stop talking about Drum Crank. Stegaroni. No. <laughs> I hate Stegaroni. <laughs> God damn. That's like 13 t-shirts he came up with this episode. <laughs> <laughs>